Well, my friend, it is uh, it is good to have you back into the world. Yeah. From uh, I pulled you out of the depths of parenting. I'm tired, man. You've been you've been <laughs> you've been deep down there for for a long time. You look tired. It has been exactly a month. You actually don't look tired. You look just as great <laughs> as ever. I appreciate that. I feel pretty. Actually, I got decent sleep last night, but like, yeah. man, it's what's it tough. like right now? It is crazy. Like, so the way I always explain it is the further you go into like, um, what, what is it called? Like a, like a family unit, like a traditional family unit, you know, you get out, you, you get married and like, it's less of you, more of them. You have a kid, it's less of you, more of them. And like their priorities go first. So like, I feel like I have zero free time now, like yeah. absolutely no free time. But it, it, I have to say, like, okay, this this was maybe the wrong way to start it. It's incredible. <laughs> I, have, I have a new kid, like I have a baby girl. Like uh, I just, right now I'm very tired. It's been a month of like grueling and then first work week last week and yeah. But you're still running like 10 kilometers a day. <laughs> trying. I, I, it's like my one escape. Like maybe that's why you're tired. I, I, I think it actually boosts my energy, but maybe in later in the day, it makes me feel tired. But every time I, I feel so stressed and I'm just like, I'm tired and not, I go run and I, I feel great. I feel so good. Dude, I could only imagine one day running and getting more <laughs> energy from running. I, I don't first, think that's first possible. First step is actually running. <laughs> Shoes. Gear, you look the part, man. Maybe even just thinking about the running first. <laughs> last time I was running, it was in skinny jeans and a hoodie. Yeah, through it, the streets of Amsterdam. That's it, the last time I went running. I you used to run in in our videos all the time. We just do those drone shots where you you would run sideways. You actually had one, the, the the match cut in your five mil video. So good. That looked awesome, that right? So yeah, good. Kurt the memories. That. I was like, uh, hey, can you go through the archives and find all the running shots? I think there was one in Iceland. I just basically was like, it, all the first videos one, I did with Maddie. Lake Como, Italy. That's where it started. That was our yeah. first trip together. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. We Good cut times. them all together and it looked great. It looked yeah. like I actually knew what I was doing. Congrats on five mil. Thanks. That's pretty nuts. It's pretty crazy. Like, I, I think most people, when they're on the outside and they look at you, for example, like, of course he has five million. But like us three years ago, that's absurd to think that you would have 5 million subscribers now. I remember distinctly being on Skype, which I very soon after I started YouTube removed from my computer um, with Chris Ramsey and the subscribers were going up and I had just gotten to like 50,000, 60,000 and I was looking forward to getting to a hundred. And he said to me, Pete, I think this could be in the millions, man. And I remember just shaking my head and laughing at him being like, there's no way, man. It's and these I'm telling you, and it's that, possible. And I like you say it right now, but people are like, oh, you're just saying that. Like you knew, but it, it's not like that at all, right? Like, no, I, I had literally, there's no way that's ever going to happen. Yeah. I didn't even think a hundred would happen. Yeah. I was very excited for that little silver play button, stoked on that. And then, uh, yeah, it's been like, a, a, and now you have five. Now I have five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Halfway there. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember, um, it was like my first like really like seeing into the YouTube world was when I went to Buffer Festival yeah. uh, for the first time. I didn't do YouTube back then. I just made like a travel film and I just, I heard about this festival and I just like submitted my travel film. And they're like, oh, you got whatever it was. Like you can come to the festival and show your video or whatever. And then I saw all these YouTubers and I saw Ben Brown. I think he had like, I want to say like 600,000 subscribers. And I was like, oh my goodness, if I someday 
had that like i would just be like set i would be chilling like no stress in life i would just be like just enjoying everything It'd be so easy that'll never happen but like imagine that it's funny how that works you always think like if i just i just need this if i just get the wide angle then then i can go yeah, do I'm every chilling. shoot that i need i will never be if i just get that wide angle then i'll be crushing it if i could just get a truck then i could bring my gear in it if i could just get an office you know when i need a new camera if i could have that better camera then my videos would be good <laughs> more resolution man more <laughs> e equals more views it it's so true <laughs> yeah i i said that that was kind of like the premise of that boat trip video that i made which was yeah. enjoying the journey which I even forget. That's a part of the reason I even made that video is a reminder to myself uh, to enjoy the journey and not just be focused on the little things along the way. But I, I'm curious. Uh, so I have a thought behind this, but I'm curious. What has uh, this whole journey, three and a half years now, I think it's been around. Yeah. What's been your favorite stage? Or what was like, what was the part that you were enjoying the, the most? You're just having the most fun. What was your favorite part so far? Oh man, two, I think twofold. One would have been early 2018 to the, or 2018, I think was the most fun years when I met the most people, probably went to the most crazy places. I think we did Iceland at the end of 2018, did that whole birthday thing where everyone came and had the gallery. So like it was like a very active year where a lot of travel. So that was good. I remember that being distinctly amazing. Honestly, one of the best experiences of, of my career so far was and I, I still haven't finished that doc, but on the bus with Angels and Airwaves. Mm, yeah, it's pretty Still, it was just yeah. like that. And this whole channel has like afforded me those opportunities. Mm. But I would say like that's that's probably one of them. And then there's just little distinct highlights, like flying to Amsterdam on a whim to vlog with Casey and do that. You and I in Italy was still like one of like the most fond trips. In terms of stages though, like not specifics, stages, oh, what would you say thing, was your man. There's no, see, I have no stage. See, for me, I, and I argue this is true, that like people are always aiming for like, they're just waiting for that success and waiting to, you know, whatever their idea of success is, and then they're going to be happy. But actually the journey is so much more fun. Like I think for me, the most fun was like the first second year third year i think has been the, was the hardest for me youtube that was when i would really like i don't like and that i that i think that's when i was that was obviously when i was the most successful i was getting more like the most subscribers i've ever had the m most money i've ever made in my life yet like it was more fun and more exciting when i had less when it was just like things yeah. were happening it was starting it was like the journey was beginning like i get that I get that. But no, I, I look back on all of it and have like fondness. Um, I'm oh, sure you sure. do too. Yeah. But yeah, I just liked, I liked all the stages. Yeah. The whole thing is, is pretty ridiculous when you actually step back outside of it and look at it from mm. the outside. It's nuts. It um, is absolutely nuts. But again, I think when people look on the outside, it's like, well, that's obvious that Pete was going to have 5 million. He's going to have 10 million. And even right now thinking about 10 mil, like me thinking about it for you and I'm sure for you yourself, it's like, oh, that's probably chance. never going to happen. Zero chance. And then like two years later, it's going to be like, oh, congrats on 10 mil. <laughs> Maybe in like, I could see like if I kept, if I kept it up at the rate I am now for like another five plus years, I could, I could see it maybe happening. But I like, I don't I don't want it to sound ungrateful. I don't care mm -hmm. if it happens or if it doesn't. Yeah. Because it was never what I set out to do anyway. I'm already doing what I want to be doing. So more subscribers, cool. Uh, but I'm still doing it regardless. So 
You know what I'm also still doing? What are you doing? I uh, cut myself again <laughs> this morning. Okay, this this sounds, without any context, this sounds really bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. it was an accident. The Peter isn't like a- With a tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This isn't like a thing you do every day. It just, no. well, it's just, it's happened I, once. It happens it often, again. actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it only happened that one time. Well, you know, like I've, I always talk about pocket knives. I've given you a few. Yeah. I carry You're them. You're very into the knives. Yeah, I've carried them for 10 years. Uh, and they're great tools. And mm-hmm. you can probably attest to now carrying them. They come in yeah. handy all the time. Yeah. But I also cut myself all the time on them by accident. Opening something, looking at the steel, being like, ooh, that's a nice grind. Oh, oh no, again. This makes me feel so much better. It still happens. Because I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but you, I was at your office like the first time since like COVID, whatever. And then like, you're like, do you want, do you want, do you want a knife? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And then you <laughs> yeah. give me this knife and it's like sick and it's like whatever. And then I open it up and instantly slice my thumb off. That's because <laughs> instead of using the thumb stud to open no, it, you used the blade edge to open it. That is not what happened. It, when you, I when, watched it happen. It, what, what happened was... <laughs> I, there's like a little like loop that you put your thumb in, right? I use that, but it like stutters, right? And then my thumb came off and then it like, it went to the blade instead. And yeah, and then you, you gave me a I wiped first, your first blood. aid. <laughs> yeah. I wiped your blood off my counter. <laughs> I was yeah. spraying it all over. I didn't yeah. realize I was spraying blood out of my thumb. No, the first, like the first time I cut myself during the pandemic by myself in the office badly and it came through the jeans and that's when I called you on the way home and I like stayed at the office a little bit longer, put my foot up. I was feeling like I was going to pass out. That looked bad. I taped it together with gaff tape and went home. Of course you did. And the same thing last night, I was cutting open a Super 73 bike, a bunch of zip ties on it. And I should know this. I use, like I use a knife every day for stuff. I should know, use a knife for knife related tasks, use tools for tasks that require tools. I should have had wire cutters or, you know, something like that. Instead, I just had this knife jammed up in this zip tie and I was putting tons of pressure on it to try and get it to break. Knife probably isn't as sharp as it should be. Another mistake. And the point was facing me and I was putting tons of pressure on it. This sounds like a great, just (laughs) like when you look, when you look back on it, you're like, wow, you really are not smart at all. How did you get this far? So I'm pushing on the knife edge and you know, the second that zip tie gives all the extra force that I'm putting in is coming towards me where the point is. That's exactly what happened. The zip tie cracked and I went straight down into like my lower thigh. This could have gone real bad, Peter. That, isn't that this where your femoral real... artery is? Yeah. Isn't that where yeah. like that? So anyway, it cut Plus, down there's in there. a lot of other important yes. things. <laughs> there are other appendages that are um, of the utmost that importance. That should not be... Near a knife blade. Yeah. Yeah. So it went straight into my pants, came back out, and it was cold, and I just knew instantly. I looked down, there was a huge tear in the pants, and I was like, oh, here we go again. And I could see like the, the skin opened up through the hole in my pants. My buddy was over and he's like, if there's blood, I can't look. I can't look. I have to leave. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, hang on a second. I'm in the corner of my garage with my pants down. He's just <laughs> he's just hanging out. I'm looking at it like, oh no, I, I, I called my wife. Can you bring the first aid kit? She comes in the, the garage. First... Did you cut yourself again? She comes out of her car. And I'm like, yeah, I, I did it again. Yes, I did. She kind of started laughing and shaking her head because she knows. Classic. Won't be the last time either. God, that makes So it's currently so much just better. taped shut right now. I, I mean, I, I feel bad for you that you cut yourself, but it makes me feel much better that yeah. I'm, I don't feel like a total noob with my knife now. I just gotta maybe, I don't know, <laughs> gotta figure it out. <laughs> a, start using a butter knife or something. <laughs> I don't know. Or, 
<laughs> or maybe you just stop carrying a knife. <laughs> you're the funniest. That you get, you let your personality. I think this is part of your personality, and this is probably why you're so successful at Five Mill on YouTube. Is you get into something, and you really get like, you, oh, I go hard. You go full on. Like yeah. there is no middle. There's no like, I oh, yeah, I dabble a little. It's like, well, you know what yep. I'm, I'm obsessed with right now. Well, fully obsessed with right now. Should we go into it? I think we should. So you, it's the, you just started opening up about it to me. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we could pivot right now and go a different direction, or we could just dive in. Let's dive in. Okay. So I'm going to make a video about this eventually. So for the listeners of the podcast, they'll be uh, they'll be updated first. But this I, is exclusive, guys. Exclusive <laughs> interview right here. <laughs> I've decided, and I don't know how long it's going to take. It could take it could take years. Like it could take ten years. I'm okay with that. But I am going to be a ridiculously, ridiculously talented billiards player. <laughs> yeah. This is all, Don't laugh at me. No, no. <laughs> it's amazing. This is, like, this is like before YouTube and you told, if you've told somebody like, I'm going to have 5 million subscribers on YouTube. Like, yeah. <laughs> sure, I like sure, it Peter. It's like, I'm going to make money with magic tricks. And they're yeah. like, okay. All right. Yeah, that kid's going to have a sure hard life. Sure you are. But the thing is, you literally... We'll go into it and spend, put in the time, learn. You'll go full on yeah. until you achieve this thing. Right now, I play two hours a day and I watch about two hours of professional pool a night. Uh, of course I've do. just been of like course. information packing as much as possible. Probably and reading all the books and stuff. All the books. Got I books. Actually reading books. I got a book on my, on my nightstand. Um, all the stuff on YouTube. And then I, I met a guy who's going to come to the office and teach me. And I got rid of all my furniture and I'm putting a table at the office as well. Of course. So I have one at the office and Do you want to blow up my office too? Do you want one in here? <laughs> Do you want one here? Everywhere I go, a, I need a, a table. A, that's, that's classic. I just finished renovating everything. I blew it all up. <laughs> <the> next day. <laughs> the girl that got came, rid of it all. The girl that put all my furniture in, she's like, what happened? I was like, ah, I need to pull a table. It's higher priority. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we... The other night we played pool. Yeah. And I will say you have a long way to go. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at it at all. Like that's 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 probably the misconception people might think like, oh, well, Peter's obviously already like really no, good no, no, at no, it. No, and no, that's no. what I thought too. I'm like, oh, he's probably going to smoke me. I told you I suck. How many games did we play? Like 3? I had maybe like 5 games and five. I think you beat me 4 of of 5. Yeah. Yeah. I I lost two games to another friend last night. My dad beat me 5 nothing the week before. Kirk was over. He beat me like two nothing. I legit thought this was like a magic trick theatrics thing, and you're Hustled. just gonna hustle me all of a sudden. I'm like, what? Why don't we just put some money on it? And then uh, you're gonna all of a sudden just be like this pool shark, no. hustle me. And no, it's my dream to hustle someone though. I would love to go into a pool hall and hustle someone. However, I don't want like the broken knees or or yeah, that, potential not, uh, not good uh, injury. And that's gotta be movie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to hustle a friend and then like give them the money back at the end. But. Is that the goal of this? What's the goal of this? So the goal, I don't want to like win championships. I don't, I think you need to be playing like your whole life yeah. to get to that it's stage. a little late maybe. And I mean, I've got a friend who is a world champion magician. He won America's Got Talent. His name's Shin Lim. You guys have probably, people who are listening have probably seen him on TV. Um, celebrity has a show in Vegas and everything now. And he started magic uh, not even, I want to say, by the time he was a world champion, he'd only been doing magic for around five years. He was a pianist and he got in an accident, like injured a bunch of like the, um, like he injured his fingers or his hands right. somehow. And the doctor was like, hey, to help this injury, 
you should practice magic tricks to get your dexterity back. Like it'd be good for your That's the most random advice and, from a yeah. doctor I've ever heard. Dude starts practicing world champion wins America's Got Talent. One of the best like close-up magicians in the world. And That's so, like, and that wasn't like a lifetime of study. Now, I don't think that happens to everybody, but I'm prepared to put in the work. So what I would love is just to be able to pretty much beat anybody at any time, unless I'm playing a, an actual professional right. who destroys me, who wouldn't be able to destroy me easily. Um, so I, yeah, I just, I want to put in the work to understand every, every single aspect of the game. And I'm fully obsessed right now. So if there's been a shortage of videos, it's because I'm playing pool. <laughs> And if there's anyone listening of that course. is a that is a pro and wants to help Peter McKinnon get better at pool and you are an actual professional, reach out, come teach me. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. It's so like it's I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I just it's so comical. It feels like you're laughing at me. <laughs> it's so comical because this is classic Peter. Yeah. I guarantee like, okay, I, I beat you the other night. It won't happen and again. I, I bet you. I bet you it will. We'll play a couple more times, and it'll be like I'll still beat you more often than you beat me. So, so my backstory. I I used to play pool like every day, pretty much. I had two spares, like so two and a half hours of free time in my high school, one of the semesters, and we would go and practice or play just for fun every single day at my friend's house. And like I was, I was pretty decent, not like professional, but I was pretty decent. I could like clear an eight ball rack, whatever you. Yeah, I don't know any other lingo. Yeah, eight ball, uh, a rack. Yeah, I could clear like it's called a break and run. There you go. I I, I could do that. Um, and so like I'm 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 like okay at it. I haven't played in a while, but I have a feeling like a month, two months from now, I'm gonna come over and you're just gonna like demolish me. Like my like I would love. So I want to practice with nine ball because I think it'll make eight ball easier. Nine balls oh, when nine you play and so you have to go hard. in order. Uh, so I would love to break and run a nine ball game. And it's doable. There's a lot of people that can probably do it oh, that yeah. aren't pros, but that's that's like the when I can control the cue ball and break and run a nine ball game like several times, that's when I know I'll be at a place where I'm starting to become like what I envision. Yeah. There's yeah. few I don't know if I've ever actually really played against people who are like they can they can do exactly what they want to do. Like most people are just like What's the easiest ball I can get next? What's and closest then, to the yeah, pocket? Yeah. And then I'll hit it as hard as I can. Smash it. <laughs> I want to hear that back pocket yeah. just oh, ring. Oh, yeah. And then it just like Power. falls everywhere. Yeah. And then the cue ball lands somewhere. Yeah. Like, what's the easiest ball I can get now? And, and those same smash. people. <laughs> like, why can't I sink anything? Because like, yeah. you're just destroying it. Stop. Just, it's a light touch. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I hope you document this whole thing. I want to I see like I'm a going full to. documentary on the this. The plan was to go to like a pool hall and get demolished by someone and, and bet on the game and lose money and get demolished and then take down that person's number and information. And in a year from now or six months from now or whenever I can break and run a nine ball game, go back to that pool hall and have that guy come back and bet the same amount again or double it with every ball and then just run the oh table. Oh my gosh, the pressure on yeah. that game. Yeah. The pr like. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't work, I could just film it again like the <laughs> next day. <laughs> but like the time would still need to be put in and I would document all like the You're going to have to learn a year every time. Another year? Of no, 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 no. Like, I, I, like you know, I yeah, make yeah, it work yeah, and yeah. stuff. But I think documenting the process, having all my friends come over throughout the time, losing to all of them over and over and over. And then like there'll be a turning point mm. where suddenly you'll see, oh, wow, like this dude is actually doing it. Yeah. He's doing it. What happens if you just never get, this is the one thing that you're just no, no, not meant to that's be. That's not, that's not something I think about. <laughs> it's 
not possible. It it's, won't happen. This is, uh, I think, like... Uh, I did the same thing with Magic, dude. I saw David Blaine on TV when I was a kid, and I was not going to stop until I could do and do magic to, like, where I envisioned it being in my mind to the point where I was on stage with Copperfield talking to other magicians at conventions in Vegas. I, I, got, I got there from like my bedroom and my dad buying me magic tricks from like a magic shop downtown. I don't think people still understand how far you went with magic. I went pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. I started with kids shows, did stage shows, did corporate shows, then started selling products and wrote my own books and became friends with some of like the best magicians and pros in the world and worked my way all the way up to the point where I was giving talks at conventions to other magicians. And I kind of reached the summit, if you will, of that for me. I You could always go higher, I believe. Yeah. You can always get better, but I just didn't David want to do any- going, going higher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's pushing the limits as far as like performance art and stuff yeah. goes, right? He's, he's, how can I- Ready? How can I ascend past oh, oh. typical card tricks and <laughs> yeah. stuff that a lot of people do and most common magicians will, will get into? How do I take it to the next level? And and uh, yeah, I'm prepared to start at the bottom with pool and, and take it to as high as I could possibly take it. I wonder what it, what is it that some people are just like that, where like no matter what they're doing, they're going to go super hard at it. They're going to do everything in order to succeed in that. And it doesn't even really matter what it is. They'll just they're always like that. And then other people, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but they're just kind of like, oh yeah, I do this thing. I like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, I don't whatever. know. I really they're don't more know. casual about it, but there's something. And I think both of us are like that. If we're going to do something like we want to be like, even just playing that couple games of pool with you, I'm like, well, I want to, I want to get better. <laughs> like, I want to get good well, at this too. If you're going to get good at this, I want to get good at you this. You remember that shot? I sent you a video clip of me getting, uh, making a ball into a pocket yeah. using like spin around another yeah, ball. Yeah, and you're like, around. oh, sick. I did that 300 times. Yeah. Like I let it roll for half an hour and I did it 300 times to the point where I actually injured my shoulder for two weeks and I couldn't even like hold a cue and it still hurts because I was holding it up high. It's called a masse shot. You got to hit the cue from like way high up. But and I did it like, like 300 times. And a normal person, like, a, like a, an average person would do it five times and be like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not doing this. I Maybe my 10 and they're like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Like, forget this. Like, I'm going to go watch Netflix or something. And then there, there are Peters out there who do it 300 times to the point where their shoulder is like broken and then they still keep going. And they, they, they like after that, they're reading a book about it and then watching videos, watching playing. Yeah, so it was hurting. So I was sitting in my bed with a Theragun on my shoulder, reading good the book and, and watching the US Open. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, you're, you're gonna like bring back. Do they call it billiards or pool? Is it pool? I mean, it's both, right? Okay. You're gonna pool. you're gonna bring it back. You're gonna like make it cool again. All of a sudden, everybody's gonna be. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool as it is. I think so too. It's just not very mainstream. It's not. I guess it's not something you actively think about. And when you think of a sport, no one's ever gonna be like billiards. Wait, is this a sport? Yeah, it's a sport. Okay, for sure, it's a sport. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's um, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's on like ESPN and stuff, like all the Moscone sure. Cup and all used, those things. I used to watch it all the time. I found it fascinating. I have a favorite player too. Uh, not that far. If you ever want to just look up, look up Shane Van Boning. Shane, does he still play? Yeah. Is he still like the top he's guy? He's amazing. And he's like partially deaf. Oh, interesting. And he mentioned in an interview that, that I saw. that just helps him. Like, when the crowds are going wild, he's like, yeah. I can just turn it off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sick. That's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's I'm probably one of the best in the world. You know what? I was telling you this the other day. 
your wife's Filipino mm-hmm. and you're Finnish mm-hmm. and two of like the top players ever in the world are Finnish and Filipino. Of course. And so many incredible players, the world's best players. I almost want to say the majority of the world's best players come from the Philippines. Interesting. I wonder what it is. Yeah. They crush it. They just crush it. That's it's a, ridiculous. I, I, I even like you say the Finnish Finnish guy. I don't know why Finnish people like there's only five million, I think five or six million people in Finland. Yet like you look at like Formula One, there's always a Finnish guy at the top. You look at hockey, there's always Finnish guys at the top. You look at rally, apparently pool. I don't know why. What, Mika, what is it? Imminent? Imminent? Imonen. Mika Imonen. Mika, Mika Imonen. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> I got to teach you to say it perfectly so yeah. that when you meet him, you can just say it. He'll be like, oh, hey, I'm like, pers- personal lessons. <laughs> Imonen, personal lessons, please. <laughs> ah. What a, what a weird life. And then what's what's the other updates? I just uh, have not been driving my Ford Raptor mm. for a few weeks. I've been in a Ranger, an XLT base model Ranger. Are, are you sure you want to tell this this story? This story is like pretty, pretty intense. I'll, yeah. Let's do parts of the story. <laughs> let's do, let's do, let's do parts of the story. Okay. By no one's fault, but what do I care? So what I, do I, 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 I care about sponsored yeah. by Ford anyway. So sponsored by uh, Mattia Boya's merch. Peter's wearing my hat today. Sponsored by Mattia Boya. <laughs> Matti Andrahapoya. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. So got in the truck, midsummer. Life is good. Windows down. Headed to the marina. Going to rip the ski. Sun's blazing. Tunes are on. Feeling good. Couldn't be better. Feeling good. Start to smell piss. Not good. In the truck. Not good. Like, was a dog in here? Was like, was one of my kids in here? Do they just like pee on the floor? Like, why is it? Oh, oh, smell is gone. Never mind. Have a great day on the jet ski. Amazing. The next day, rinse and repeat. Turn on the truck. What is that smell? What is that smell? Why does it smell like pee every time I turn the truck on? You come over. We go to pick up food for the family. You hop in the truck. Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, listen to this. Okay, right, I'm going to turn it on. You smell nothing right now. Yeah. You're like, nope, don't smell anything. Turn it on. And I you're like, yeah, I can, I can smell it. It does smell like, like pee. A couple minutes later, it's gone. It smells gone. So I messaged Jacob from the straight pipes because we ride jet skis together. And I was like, Jacob, you have a Raptor and you know everything about cars. They do a car channel. They know literally everything about cars. Literally everything. And I was like, what is going on with this Raptor? And he was like, it's either your cabin filter or your AC drain is is clogged or something. And you need to like replace your AC lines or just get that drain fixed or looked at. I guarantee it's one of those things. If it's not, I'll pay the bill. That's how confident he was. I was like, okay. Those are, those are. So I believe I'm like, yeah, I mean, if this guy, if he's going to know. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. Maybe the fact that I hadn't used the AC yet because I got it last October. So it's been almost a year since right. I've had it. So I didn't use the AC at all through the winter. Then maybe the fact you that I've been using it now. You weren't blasting your AC in the winter? No. I, oh, I, really? No, that's not, that's not weird. No. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you finish people do some <laughs> weird things. So um, anyway, take it to Ford. I think I'm going to get it back like the same day. I dropped it off and realized it was 5 p.m. and I hadn't heard back from them yet. And I had dropped it off at like 9 a.m., and they finally call and she's like, so uh, I'm like, well, that's not a good, like, that's not a good that's start. A great start. To <laughs> that's like, what is that size? Terrible. Can we, can we do that? Uh, I'm like, well, <laughs> how much, <laughs> how many days, <laughs> how much? Yeah. How long is my rental arriving soon? 
She's like, so listen, uh, it's not your AC drain and it's not your AC lines and it's not your cabin filter. So right away I was like, cool, Jacob's paying the bill. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. I'm not going to do that to him, but I'm like, what is it? She's like, so something, we think something got inside your truck and peed in it. I'm like, okay. Um, like elaborate. Is it still in there? Is there like, is there a dead animal in there? We don't know yet. We got to take more of it apart to see. Uh, but warranty is not covering any kind of damage from animals. I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, okay. I, I, and I, don't worry. I, don't worry. Jacob is covering damage worry, from Jacob, animals. Jacob is, <laughs> this, this, this damage is brought to you by the straight pipes. Uh, so I get it. It's by no one's fault that this happened. It wasn't a faulty part. It wasn't user error. Who knows what it is at this point? She's like, but we got to take the dash off in order to get to what we think is where the smell is coming from, which is the evaporator assembly. And that's under your dash. Of course. I knew it was the evaporator assembly. I I knew (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. And me, I'm like, what's the evaporator? What is that? I don't know. She's like, well, it's the, it's, it's a really long piece that sits under your, I'm, you know, I don't even care what it is. Just let's go then, then dive in. I need your permission to take the dash off. I'm like, yeah, what's that? She's like, the seats are coming off. The doors are coming off. The wheels coming off. It's all the whole front of the truck's coming (sighs) off. That makes it feel like it's not new anymore. Yeah. I'm like, well, and then, you know, it's never going to go back together the right way. And there's always going to be some new noises or creaking or garbage. So they take it off. Uh, And she's like, also the part, if it, if it is what we think it is, is back ordered. We can't get it. Perfect. Okay. So what do we do? Jacob has one. Yeah. What do we do? (laughs) Well, you could, you could try and find a third party part and like bring it. Mm, and then yeah. we can put that this in. This is something that Peter does on a daily basis. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah let me I'll just, just look up, uh, let me just run oh, over. was it an evaporated assembly? Yeah, I got, oh yeah, I'll find yeah. it easy. <laughs> let me just run over and grab one. <laughs> oh, I got some in the garage. <laughs> BRB. <laughs> Anyways, not to drag it on. A week and a half later, they they replaced the evaporator assembly, put the truck back together, and it seems like a mouse got in the AC drain pushed its way through these prongs that block the opening because the guy found hair and stuff on it, went in and peed on like the, not all over everything, but I guess just in the right spot. And you could see like some yellow stain on, on like a filter and, or whatever was in there and then came back out through the same way and, and dipped and was like, there you go, buddy. And it's $2,500. Cool. Thank yeah. you, Jacob. Yeah. For paying for... Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> Mouse feed in the, the evaporator assembly. That is a nut. You, yeah. you, you sent me the picture of, of like the dash, I guess it was. Yeah. And it, it looked Gone. like it was a, like a car in the assembly line because yeah. it was just like mm-hmm. in pieces. But I got it back now. It doesn't smell and it's ripping. So is it creaking? Is it making noises? No, no it's not. Oh, okay, no, it's not. Oh. It's good. And nice. I bought... Um, a whole bunch of mouse traps. <laughs> Do you have them like in your car on they the dash? Are, they are arriving today and they will be everywhere. <laughs> and my buddy came over last night with a bunch of like spray foam, ins- um, like expanding yeah, yeah. insulation stuff. And we like sprayed every, every single, single crack and potential. Because mouse, like they have no, mice have no bones. Yeah, I know. And they're, they can fit through, I heard I mean, the they size do have of a dime. Bones, but no, mice have no bones. What? Except for like their head. Don't they have bones? No. Look that up, Tyler. This, I guarantee. Well, the dude who came over who brought this I had podcast a guy, is turning into a science podcast now. Let's no, but I had I, I had a guy come. Don't have bones. There you go. Mice, rats, and mice don't have bones, so they can get through. Oh, it's 
It's not a myth. This doesn't look like a the silence. Website. The <laughs> silence you're hearing right now is us looking on the internet Weird to see if this is true. Well, here's well, here's why I have this fact, right? Because a guy came over and did a sweep of the property in the garage and was like, "You don't have a mice problem." He's like, "But they can get in anywhere." Yeah. So he's like, "So like, but I don't think that's because I don't. I think they still have bones. I don't. Think I think they, they, have they bones. just like can like." Right. So they do have bones. I'm going with the <laughs> fact they don't have bones. It's way cooler in my But head. what I will say is your fight is futile. Like they will find some other no. little crack somewhere. It's like your your ceiling somewhere. There's a shingle that has a little crack in it. Do you remember the conversation we just had about Peter McKinnon going hard? <laughs> yes, but zero chance. There are some things. No. I, I yeah. Impossible. There I'll are some <laughs> No. I can't wait. I can't. I want. I want. I want mouse updates. Oh, you'll get them tonight. <laughs> Every single podcast, we need mouse updates. <laughs> mice. It's uh, those those types of stressful issues that just don't need to be issues that come out of nowhere. Mm. Like a random mouse gets into my garage and goes into my truck and causes damage. What are the chances? And then the truck's gone for a week and a half, and it's just that added stress. It's that stuff that you just don't need when you're trying to do other things. That kind of thing bothers me. So no, yeah. these mice will lose. I am determined now. It's Peter versus the mice. Good and, luck. Good luck. And I'm coming out on top. I'll let you know. Do you ever, uh, like, I, I feel this a lot. I think it's partly because like in YouTube, there's an endless amount of work. I feel like I have no, fr- well, obviously I have two kids now too, and it's craziness, but like you have a sticker from my merch on your elbow. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. That's really embarrassing for anybody watching. It's really embarrassing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I feel like I have no free time. And so like when something like that happens, it stresses me out so bad because it's like, I don't got time for this. I already didn't have free time. Yeah, I don't have time to now the go time to the dealership have, and do this kind of stuff. The time I have, I don't want to be dealing with this. Yeah. It's like, I already have like a half an hour, maybe a free time a day. Yeah. I don't want to spend that and more from my work time or something like that on- But it happens, day. right? Oh yeah. It happens. That's life. Deal with it, move on. But I think that's I think that's an issue that I need to like I need to like maybe like take it easy a little bit something you know like so that when things like that happen it's like ah whatever like I think that's the right approach and as content creators I think I should use my creativity as an outlet to tell the story of what's happening to make yeah. it work for me right right where I don't typically do that I just stress about it and deal with all that stuff behind the scenes and then I don't make content because I'm trying to deal with this mice mouse issue and right. and mice mouse mice mouse it's irritating same me same thing drop off the truck whatever all that stuff where I could be making that a funny like continuing saga mm-hmm. of the mouse issue and the right. truck and what's going on with it instead I just let it stress me out and put off my content making where I could make it work for me That's a weird thing in YouTube eh where it's like when I just said A and I felt really Canadian. Um, when in YouTube world, <laughs> Peter's holding a Tim Hortons cup, which is Canadian coffee yeah. chain. Actually, it's American nowadays, not Canadian anymore. Um, Spit it out, Maddie. What I was going to say is in YouTube world, things go right, great. That's great content. Things go wrong. That's great. It's still good content. <laughs> it's like a weird, like... On our way here, Kirk was like, if we get pulled over, I'm like, oh, I'd be psyched. <laughs> I'd tell the officer, like, I need to film this. And if he was like, no, I'd like, at least let me get something for the money I'm going to have to pay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least let me vlog it. <laughs> yeah, bro. 
Uh, One of those fake turn the cameras off and everything's filmed sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's off. It's off. Dude. I can see the red button. Ah, it just means. No, it's just batteries. Yeah. Dying. yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. But there is there is a danger there also. Some I, some some vloggers and people have gone down the road of searching for those negatives because I do think that the negatives are mm-hmm. actually more like it's more clickbaity. You can get more views, whatever. And so like people start searching or making or coming up with negative things in order to like create drama. It's a fine line. Yeah, it's a fine it line, and it's a it's a dance that you gotta kind of master. And I think it will probably end up taking an entire career to master. Yeah, which I'm not even sure it can be mastered, but and I try. I would say that the the biggest channels on YouTube have all crossed the line at some point. I think with that, like it's like you have like the biggest views come from like hovering on that like line of like, wait, should he be showing like, you know, like should, yeah. should, should, should this be on? It's like, it's fascinating to watch that. Then like, uh, I mentioned on the vlog, I, this is the first podcast Have we called it out yet. If you're watching the podcast, mm. this is the first one with the, with the black wall. Yeah. My office has changed. So the podcast happens in my office. Yes. It should happen in your office. No. Cause you have like, no, a, this is an office that's like seven. That's true. This is good vibes. Um, but the wall has changed. If you're listening to it, you should go watch it on YouTube and subscribe and the walls know, stuff like that. For the, the better. Different. Not I think a, it's better. Not everyone's podcasts change for the better. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with are this? You, are you hinting at a certain world's Dude, biggest, so bad. world's biggest podcast ever? And I've been waiting for this remodeling and new new Look studio. At it. Why and everything. is it so bad? Like, okay, what, so, actually, so why, is there a reason why Joe Rogan's podcast looks like complete shit? Okay, first off, I want to say I very much enjoy Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, I same. think it's great. Yeah, I don't usually watch the YouTube. I, I watch usually it. just listen to it. But the new new studio is horrendous. Like everything about the setup is horrendous. Yeah. Like pretty much as bad as it can be. Yeah. Well, maybe not as bad as it can be. No, it's, it's bad. It's pretty bad. It's bad. It's like, uh, it's like, what's so, with the lighting? They, are they only rim lighting it? I, so they have like crazy <laughs> harsh lights. Yeah. And there's like nothing on the, I mean, this was the first one, I think. So like they I think they're still tweaking things a little bit, but the background, like if, okay, I'm going to describe it for or Peter, you describe it. What's going know. on? It here? looks like a pack of ramen noodles. <laughs> Okay. With some LEDs. <laughs> okay, so I, how I would describe it is like, it looks like some like Star Wars spaceship with like, it looks like Darth Vader's like little corner of a Star Wars spaceship where it's like, it's red. There's black like design. Like it's really distracting. Like all I want to do is just look at the background and red, I don't think is like a very good color for a podcast. Like it's like. Red's just never a good color for cameras. No, it's like. It makes him look like he's mad all the time. Like it, it just like it's not like Joe Rogan's podcast is pretty casual. Yeah, it's like chill. it's relaxing. It's chill to listen to. This is not chill to look at. Like it looks terrible. Has he addressed it in any of the issues or any of the? Uh, I haven't heard it. Or? They've tweaked it for sure. But then also like they have no depth of field. So like yeah, the background is. I think the background might actually be more in focus than the person. I think the other focus is even off a little bit. Oh, it just makes me sick. And then the lighting, like it's, it's more bright on the back. So like you just, you're just looking at the background, this red. I think they'll change it. I think they'll tweak it over time. There's no way he's not going to get feedback from friends and people that watch that where he wouldn't tweak it. They would have to do some drastic, they would literally have to redo 
the whole but thing. But like you could do a lot with lighting. But the the red, that's paint. They got to yeah. repaint that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, but I thing. mean it, it could still look good if it was lit properly. And <sighs> and like the whatever camera settings they're using are are no longer used. I feel like the red <laughs> was just a bad so they're using like they're using like those like HD like camcorder things like like broadcast style yeah, like, cameras? Yeah, they're not really even broad, but yeah, I guess that's what you would kind of call them. They're like old. I don't know why they're using like, it's like, to me, what it, what it seems like is they run a very small, like what is it, just like Joe and young Jamie that do it. I don't know if they have other people doing it. Know. There's only a few people that like yeah. run the podcast. And so I think what's happening is like, they just didn't have the right people. I don't know if it was just young Jamie was like, oh, I'll come up with stuff. Or was it Joe Rogan was deciding and he clearly doesn't know anything about cinematography and this kind of stuff. Um, but maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's just like, most people are listening. So the visuals, I don't, you don't need to let them distract me. I just want to do the podcast. See, I don't buy that because like, look at the back. Like they've clearly like, let's make this like, let's make this like super cool, the studio with all this stuff. Because <laughs> they could have just put up like sound, you know, sound blankets or something like that and made it really like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And again, I love his podcast. I just wish that like, uh, it's the same thing. I watch like uh, streamers sometimes, like gamers, um, like Ninja, for example. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know Ninja. And it drives me nuts because it's like, he got like a whole studio setup made by Red Bull. But like, I don't know who set up the cameras and the lighting. It's just like terrible lighting. It's like overexposed. The the foc- They have a black magic that doesn't have autofocus. So like the focus is off like half the time. Yeah, like if anytime he like leans back or forward, it's, it's out of focus. Oh, I just wish I could like, and obviously they're, they're superstars. I could never like, you know, hey, hey, Joe, like. I'll do it for free. I'll come just like help you. Like I'm not even going to get hey, a hold. <laughs> crazier things have happened. Yeah, that's true. But uh, it drives me nuts. I'm glad we have. I'm glad we have this back. This looks good. This looks much better. Yeah. Much okay. Better. I'm really hungry, man. Yeah. I was going to say, can you hear my stomach? It's like. <laughs> and I started drinking coffee. So what? I, I wouldn't. You know this, I well, but like you, are you are you continuing said drinking of coffee, or is it just like oh, I like a, I would say a I'm latte? A ca- here I'm there. a casual coffee drinker now. Really? I'm not a I'm not a religious coffee drinker. I don't drink more than one cup a day. I'll drink, I would say every other day one cup, but cold okay. cold brew iced coffee, no hot coffee. I'm not. A hot well, when the winter comes, we'll work on that. Uh, no, we're nope. gonna work on it. No, nope. all it takes is one time burning my mouth on a hot drink. I'm like never again. Yeah, we're gonna I work hate on this. it. This is the worst. I don't know why anybody would do this. Just don't drink burning hot drinks. But they're always burning hot. Why do they serve them burning hot? So you can take the lid off and let it cool down, and then it's at whatever temperature you want. I don't want to wait for ten minutes, and then and then there's like there's oh, like five minutes of like a window where it's like it's like. It's warm. But Says it's the not guy too who cold. drinks no hot drinks and, and only has a coffee every other why. day. Okay, let's just let's go get an iced coffee. Oh, cold sometimes, brew. Sometimes you just piss cold me brew. Off. Cold brew. <laughs>